Hello everyone and oh yeah, the witch keeps laughing. Wanna welcome everyone to another episode of Let's Chat About Death. It is me, Chris, and I'm joined again by uh, the amazing Simon. How are you, Simon? Hello, hello. It's good to be back. Uh, good to be back, eh? Yep, uh, yep. And he's getting paid for it, so that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> um, today we are going to talk about superstitions. Um, now, what I mean by that is what people have had over a long period of time, you know, like don't walk under a, a ladder or, you know, don't walk in front of or don't piss off a black cat or something. Yeah. You know, those, those type of superstitions. Um, but especially when it comes to death, we all know that this is a very taboo subject and no one ever wants to talk about it. You'll get sick of me saying that, but that's why we're doing what we're doing today is um, trying to educate people. Um, do you have, Simon, any superstitions that you've heard of? Like I've heard of a couple, yeah. like um, putting coins over the over the eyelids of the deceased. Yeah, do, would you know what? Yeah, do you know what that would be for? No, that's um, the one thing that I really wanted to to look into. Well, look, I actually have some of that information <laughs> uh, on hand here. Coins were used to cover their eyes, um, as you said, and this originated in ancient Greece, where the coins were placed on the mouth of the deceased. For payment to the underworld. Payment to the underworld. Yeah, right. So, and for those, there's a lot of cultures that have this belief that once they've passed, money must be handed across um, to do, you know, to, yeah, to pay off. Uh, so that's interesting about that payment to the underworld. Um, but coins were used to keep the eyes of the deceased closed as eyes were considered the windows of the soul. So basically trying to permanently close the Yeah, but why, why don't you just close the eyelids? <laughs> why do you need to put... Like, I don't get that. Because cause sometimes eyelids don't... You can't just naturally push them down and they stay down. Yeah. So, therefore... Maybe the coins were acting as, like, a payment, like you said, but also acting as a weight. Yeah. So okay. it says that it was important not to let the soul leave the body... To harm the living. Interesting. So, coins were used, yep, yeah, on on the mouth to pay the underworld, and coins on eyes were to keep the eyes closed. But that raises a lot more questions because, like, if you're paying, like, like the underworld, like, who in the underworld are you paying? Are you paying like a spirit in between? When do you become the the boss, like, of the underworld? Like, when do you like you go? Oh, one day when I'm dead. I'm going to go to the underworld. And I'm yeah, like who who, like, who knows this for a fact that goes, okay. Well, no one's – like we said yeah. in one of our other – no one's ever come back to say, you know what, make sure you put a 50 up on there. Yeah, you got to as a big boy Bobby's going to, you know. <laughs> Razzle-dazzle you when you go there. Well, do you know of any anything else that um, – any any other superstitions? Um, there's a lot of superstitions regarding mirrors. Mirrors. A lot to do with mirrors. Yeah. Like people think that mirrors is like a portal 
for spirits to be coming through, whether it's good or evil. Um, what's your thoughts on that? To be honest, I doubt it, to be honest, because like a mirror is reflective. Yeah. If you have reflective anything, you, what happens if your your bedroom window is reflective? You can see your own reflection in, in the mirror sometimes the way the light comes through, like on your window, Yeah. the way it comes through. Does that mean spirit can come through your, your normal window? What about um, you can see your reflection in... But the only thing is, I guess, with with mirrors that and, and just going by what they've said here, once again, this is only just one um, point of view, um, that a lot of people after death, um, they, they had the mirrors covered uh, so that spirit could not be trapped in. Because mirrors... And even on the paranormal side of a thing, I can't even speak to the dying of things. Um, on the paranormal side of things, the mirrors are considered. If you put two mirrors on, uh, pretty much like in front of each other, then it can run a portal from one to the other. Okay, but right. But yeah. if you had a mirror in the wall, and it did, and there was an, not another mirror over there, then you won't have a portal. Right. You know, the portal when you've got two reflective things facing each other so tends normally to be two mirrors. The thing is with a mirror is a mirror doesn't have an out. It only has an in. The in being that's your image or someone else. So someone can see out but we can't see them. Right, so like a one-way window yeah, type Yeah, once thing. you're in, you're in. But then they can come out but we, yeah. But if they come out, can they go back in? Yes, they can. Okay. You've still got the power to do that. So <laughs> but it's confusing because it's like, why do they need a mirror to act as a portal when they can pretty much use anything? They I mean, can. You can they walk can. through walls and things. And I mean, that's why uh, we were just saying before we went on here that the Buddhist temples and things like that, are a lot of those type of cultures or religions that don't have windows within their temples because reflective. Isn't there something against shattering mirrors as well? Yeah. If you break a... Yeah. You can become cursed or something? That's, yeah. But once again, like, is that someone just making making up rubbish or what? What is it? I don't know. And you're probably all out there thinking, oh, no, I've heard this and I've heard that. And that's, look, yeah. Like like I said, I'm only taking it by one one website, actually, that um, that is sort of talking a little bit about um, different things as we go along. Um. You've got anything else? Anything else that you've heard of or not Not really? There were the main ones that I've mainly heard of. Did you know, and uh, we spoke a little bit about this yesterday but just off air, but that um, people used to stop clocks Why? when someone passed away. Well, it doesn't tell me that. <laughs> because you can't. <laughs> You can stop it's the like symbol stop of time, time, but you can't stop time exactly. No, you can't because time moves on. When people say, you know, you need to stop for a while, it's like you can stop, but one know, second not. into the future becomes the past. It is, yeah, yeah. So clocks were stopped at the time of the death. That one I'd have to come back to you all about because I, I don't know why you would do that. I mean, record the, the time, like, yeah. Passed away at five o'clock in the afternoon or whatever, but but even in then, time's not stopped. Yeah, you were saying before too, Simon, about windows were closed, so the deceased soul could not fly out. 
there are many who break with tradition and open the window so the soul can be free. And we go, no, it's too hot in here. Open the window, Mabel. Please, go do that. Doesn't matter. He was a prick of a man. My question <laughs> is, where do people get all these superstitions from? It's like, where's your, like, where? Yeah. It was some guru. Yeah. Someone that that everyone believed in and, yeah. And that's that's like even when it comes to a lot of religion or a lot of, um, yeah, other things, we're only getting taught by the people like our parents and their grandparents like, you know, it could be that, you know, religion was nothing like what it is now, but it was Chinese whispers. Because if we go off this superstition, right? Yeah. And, you know, if you believe in the paranormal and things like that, then you know that they got some serious power compared to us. Yeah. So, but if we went off this superstition about the window and they can't get through the window unless you open it, then that window is more significant than anything here. Yes. Which means... How did that window get created with the power to stop? But they can walk through a wall. Yeah. That's, that's There's nothing's going to stop it. But but a small thin of glass can. <laughs> Wonder if it's um what do they call that double thickness glass? Like the, the it's like all I can see is like the picture of like Casper the ghost walking Can you imagine going, trying to market that though? And it's like coming in going oh jeez. <laughs> can I walk through that, but I can walk through the wall of yeah. plaster and timber and brick. But can you imagine if that was an actual thing and you, you're a glass manufacturer and you're trying to sell that off? Yeah. Like this, this is your paranormal pane yeah. of glass? Yeah. Like it will stop it, you? It is. Like every house needs to have one of yeah, these. Yeah, this will stop, they'll stop the spirits <laughs> from coming through, you know, but this is your everyday. Uh, but it's know, great for winter glass. and summer at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Far out. The other thing, um, and I've heard this previous about, when a deceased is carried out of the house, would you think that a person needs to be carried out head first or foot first? Well, before coming into this industry, I thought it didn't matter. But then, you know, working in the industry, I have yeah. been told that feet first because it symbolises them walking. Yeah. And that actually made more sense. So they're walking out of the house. So I would say feet first makes more sense. Yeah. It is exactly how you've just said that. It's um, it's done to keep the deceased from looking into the house when they're coming out. But it's also that's how they would have normally walked out. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess, yeah, it, it does, foot first if you can. But we've done transfers where we've had to go head out and that's just purely and solely because of where the body was or, you know... Um, but ideally, if you get the flexibility, then you just go feet first. Yeah, feet first. It's the same with when we when we load into a hearse. Why don't we go head in? Yeah, there's a number of reasons why. Do you know what one of them would be? Well, I mean, it, it, let's use the transfer van as an example. Yeah. Right? So if you put the head first, you know, you could, you could if the if the body tends to purge. Yeah. You know, you risk you're going to, if your bag's open or you're not secured properly, then that perch can actually become loose inside the cabin. Mm. And you don't want that. But oh. also because it's closer to you, so you'd probably smell it pretty quickly. Uh, yep. But then again, there's also a rule that I've heard through different sides of this industry by putting the feet first. You don't want to put feet first because if someone was to rear end you, 
then potentially that deceased head is damaged. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of a grey area, but I personally like to load feet first. Yeah. Well, feet first is always, I mean, because when you sit in a car, unless you're in a limo, it normally means that you go, you're always in feet first. But it's also the weight distribution too. Yeah. Because the heaviest end is going to be up the from the upper torso up. It's probably, I mean, it, I guess it's different with what we do, but transfer-wise, yeah, um, you just got to watch how you do what you do because of the fluid and everything our body could have. Once they're at a funeral, hopefully all that stopped, hopefully. Um, so having it one way or the other, it's, yeah. But it's like different ways that we go into a church too. Mm. Um, foot in, you know. Uh, foot facing the altar if you're in a Catholic church um, because but the old thing used to be unless you're a priest, then your head's not at the altar. Your foot's always at the altar. If you're, if you're the priest, your if foot's at the altar no, or is it your head is at the, the altar? The head will be at the altar. But yeah, because it's sort of like... Because it's them looking down to the congregation and you as a person of the congregation is looking up. Sort so of like symbolises bowing yes, essentially. Yeah. Um, so there you go. That was uh, some interesting things. Um, after the death, the body is watched over by family and friends to ensure that the spirit did not leave the body. It doesn't tend to happen too much now. I don't think a lot of people would go, hmm, you need to sit there, Mabel, for 14 hours and make sure that his spirit does not go. Yeah. Um, That's a strange one. So watching over the, the dead was also a way to avoid uh, premature uh, burial. So you would have heard maybe in another episode that we've done, there's a, a medical, um, uh, what is it, tapophobia. Uh, it's the term given of the fear of being buried alive and it's, and it's not an uncommon uh, occurrence back for the 19th Century, but there was a disorder, uh, like a medical disorder, that would lower the heart rate and respiratory rate to the point where back in those days they just, oh, he's passed, bury him straight away. So I think that's where a lot of even, even like the um, different cultures, it's like, oh, we must have such and such with us. We have to, we've got to sit with them for a period of time. Or we don't want to leave them alone because we want that. So maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. that's part of it. But, but also going on that, for those who don't know, that's yeah. where the term saved by the bell came. Yeah. Because yeah. if they thought you were dead and you weren't due to this medical condition, yeah. you would be buried, but they would put a bell attached like from the surface leading down into your coffin. That way, yeah. if you were to wake up, yeah. you can ring the bell and alert the groundskeeper and then he'll come and dig you back up. But, I mean, yeah. if you went through that... If you went through that experience, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't want to sleep. You <laughs> no, <know>? you wouldn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Imagine that, you know, being the caretaker back in those days where all cemeteries had a caretaker and you're oh. there eating your Wheaties or something, you know, or having your whatever, you know, and then ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And you just go, oh, no, no. And then you dig this poor fellow up and then you're like, oh, be. mate, saved by the, del- only, saved by the bell, buddy. It's only taken me six hours to dig it and... Fill it up. Ding, ling, ling, ling. Imagine, Imagine having multiple, multiple yeah. ones. Imagine four going off at once. <laughs> you go, you'd have to pick. But I'm going to have me ice cream first. <laughs> <laughs> and he's closer. <laughs> um, uh, no, that would be terrible. 
The other thing too is those who also watched over their their loved one were instructed to cover their mouth if they yawned so that the spirit could not enter their body. See, I've heard something similar to that. Mm. They say that you you cover your mouth to yawn wow. because your spirit alone might try to escape when you yawn. Yeah. That's what I've heard as well. Yeah. That but, like But I thought people covered their mouths because no one wants to look in your mouth. When you're yawning. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing, covering the deceased with a sheet was another way the living protected themselves from the soul leaving the deceased body. See, I don't really believe these things no. with the soul leaving because you can't see a soul with the yeah, naked how, eye. How do you, you know? Can't. And is the soul leaving straight away or is the soul leaving in three days? Yeah, is the soul gone the moment the heart stops within the yeah. split second? You know, the old things of where they used to say, oh, you know, I felt as though my body, my my soul left my body and I could see them working on me and then mm. my soul came back in. It's like, it's like those, um, is it is it called a lucid dream when people say, oh, I went to bed at night and I fell in a really big deep sleep and yeah. I was floating above my bed and I could see myself sleeping yeah. there. I used to know someone who... scary, wouldn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, you'd just think it's a dream, to be honest. Yeah. Because, like, how much weird stuff have you dreamt about that you've just gone, oh, it's just a dream, but you don't know if it actually really happened. I don't know, it's probably off it. But the dreams where you feel as though that you were living it, you woke up and you were seeing the people that were in your dream and they, like, they knew something. Deja vu. And you just go, "Uh, yep. Deja vu. Yep. Or you think about something and then two days later that exact thing you're thinking of happens. Oh, yeah. Um, the other one, which I have heard, is where they turn their family pictures around so they put the face down as another way to keep from being attacked by the spirit of the deceased. But why do people assume... That the spirit is going to attack. Well, so what? So let's say. So you example, love dad. Let's say, yeah, we but love But he's dad. going to attack you. We love dad, right? But the moment he dies, that inner spirit is just going to start wreaking havoc on everyone. Yeah. Like. But once again, that's someone else making. An assumption. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, with that, that being said, that means the spirit. It's hard to even talk about because it's like so the spirit in you now if you were to die you would attack me right now yeah i would (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't make any sense no it doesn't it doesn't but look these are once again these are just different views of different people's superstition um the other uh the other one that i have is um let me just have a look here. Um, they used to they used to have death crowns. Death um, crowns. Yeah, it was where an omen. Omen. Uh, I'm just trying to think of what what exactly what that was. Um, you know that a lot of the time they made death masks and things like that. It's yeah, quite similar. I don't know why it was a, a, a crown. 
Um, but anyway, let me. Um, I might come back to that because that, or we might even do a, another superstition because there's so many different angles on that. Um, but a lot of time, people believe that crows or ravens or the blackbirds have a lot to do with death. Yeah. Um, Especially if you look up, like in movies or wallpapers, you can Google and things like that. Yeah. You always see a grim reaper yeah. in the cemetery, and there's always crows around. Yeah. So the ancient people believed that birds had an air um, about them because um, they they were able to soar through the sky like gods, um, and it was it was saying there that yeah they knew more about it of that person passing than what anyone else would have known. Well, I don't know how that works, but but um, isn't that animals entirely though? Because animals, animals tend to know, know when you're yeah. sick. Uh, so a bird entering the house or even appearing at the window is an omen of death. Oh, well, look at all my birds looking at me. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to tell you something. <laughs> Especially if it was a, if the bird is black or if there was a six, a, a six, a sick person in the home suffering from an illness. Um, finally, there, there's some scary birds that can bring doom simply by circling the home. So we're talking about... Owls and crows and ravens, um, like they're classed as bearers of bad news. You'd never see you'd never see a bin rat, would you? No. Like a ibis going, <laughs> you're gone. Bin chicken. You're bin chicken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you see them, you just go, oh, hang off, go on, <laughs> on your bike, mate. Look, look at you. Um, but there's also the superstition of wearing black at a funeral. So back in the olden times, that's all you had to do. You know, if you yeah. went to a funeral, everyone wore black, even the women. Women did. Yeah. Black hats, jackets, pants, dresses, yeah. everything. Yeah. And that was to warn off spirits. Yeah, it that's was. What yeah. But I don't how don't understand how the color black can warn off spirits when if you follow any sort of religion faith, then you know that darkness evil spirits dwell in there yeah. and they thrive off the darkness. So technically, wouldn't they thrive off you oh, dressing you up did, yeah, as dark? Yeah, in the black. That's a good thought. But I think it was just, yeah, black was classed as the morning, wasn't it? Like the mm. morning state. Um, the other one which my mum and my grandmother used to say, and I'm just going to look through it here now, you hold your breath when you go past or walk in a graveyard. I've heard the one where you have to hold your breath when you go drive past the cemetery. I tell you what, like in our job, we wouldn't be driving. Oh, no, we're technically possessed at this <laughs> point. We'd be dead. Like if we had to hold our breath every time we were in the cemetery, we'd be gone. Yeah. Like, um, and that was so that the souls of the dead, um, yeah, don't come out of there and then come into you. Um, that's just, yeah, that's weird. They're just waiting for a chance to rejoin the living. See, there's a lot of angles that you can you can discuss that, but it also comes uh, if you follow religion, then you're going to have different answers. Yeah, you know, because I don't. Well, why, see do, why do they have um, spiked fences at cemeteries? Spiked fences. Mm. I would assume just to stop people from breaking in or not. No, apparently in the day it used to be so the souls, if they tried to get out, they'd. Puncher themselves. And how does a uh, physical spike hurt something that's not physical? 
I don't know. I've never had to go down that line. Don't have to send it down Mythbusters, mate. Same thing with the gargoyles, though. If you see people with gargoyles on their buildings, it's to warn off spirits. But wasn't there a big church over in Paris or something that had the gargoyles on it and they said, oh, if you remove those, something bad's going to happen to this church. And they had to do these huge renovations, so they had to remove the gargoyles just so that they could, you know, redo them and whatever. Well, that night, the church burnt down. Wow. And they moved it. Now, is it fate or is it someone's just gone, yeah, you know, I'm not, you know, I've been waiting 80, 10 Bit years of a coincidence. Yeah. Like because what, what makes gargoyles, like, to a point where spirits are scared of it? Like, what is it about a gargoyle? Yeah. Because exactly. you would think, because I grew up thinking, you know, a church is a church, it's a holy place, no evil can walk through its doors. Because it's such a holy place, yeah. and everything yeah. about oh, the Lord right. has been practiced there. Yeah. So darkness would not. You know how people say if something bad happens to you, just pray for it. Yeah. Pray that the bad things go away. Pray that the evil spirits go away. Well, in churches, you're always praying. Yeah. So I would assume that sh- mm. that spirits can't just walk into a church. So technically, you don't need gargoyles if you <laughs> follow that sort of. But they're on the outside of the church. Right. Yeah. So if a spirit, if you're praying inside and a spirit walked in, then he walks into an ambush. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder how many have actually done that and gone, whose bloody idea was this? <laughs> sort of like when you walk into a party and you go, whoop, wrong one. Oh, it's not a fancy dress party? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, flowers. Um, and the same, same type of era that you were talking about with wearing black. Why do you reckon flowers were brought to funerals? To mask the smell of the deceased. Mm, yeah. And we still do it. We still do. But um, I think I think back in those days though, because the, the integrity of their coffins weren't so great. And that's probably why you could smell everything. Oh imagine. I mean you look at you watch some of these movies, even like the Vikings and the um, cowboys and Indians. They don't wash very well. No, but also back then you didn't have all this modern medicine oh, where no. you could use chemicals to mask things like the embalming and things like that, right? Oh. So if someone died, if they died in a car accident and they're covered in blood, and that's how they get buried. Yeah. You know, and that's probably what's, you know, making the smell linger. Yeah. But we wash nowadays. We wash the deceased. So that's probably getting rid of half the smell, mm. if that makes sense. Oh, it does, and I think I think doing that is a great way because that's what people did. They weren't feeling the best. They'd mm-hmm. go and have a bath or go and have a shower or... So, yeah, because I'm not going to say it hasn't happened, but I never heard of a funeral nowadays where someone's gone to see mum, go to mum's funeral and gone, oh, I could smell mum's body through the, through the coffin. I've never heard of it nowadays. Yeah. But not to say it hasn't happened. Oh, it has. Yeah. It's probably just kept quiet. Mm-hmm. Was that you, John? No. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I mean, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, there there has well and truly been in my years, there have been even even while I've been doing my own, that there has been cases like that. And we've even had to say to families, look, we're going to have to do the cremation and not have mum there. Yeah. Purely and solely because of the smell. And it would have to be pretty bad to, oh, to smell it through the coffin. It's feral, mate. 
absolutely feral. And there's nothing, no way you can mask that? Um, I've tried different chemical and um, all sorts of things. Incense? No, that, yeah, I've tried, I've pretty much tried everything. Um, but, you know, there is, there is something out there, there's got to be, that will take that smell away, you know. It's, uh, yeah. But smell, smell's a big thing, a really big thing in what we do, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, it's, it can make or break, really. The other thing here is everything comes in threes. You would have heard that, you know. Oh, something bad's happened to me. I've got two more things, you know. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they also say that, you know, if you've got three photos or three people in a photo, it's likely the middle one's going to be the one that's going to have the trouble. I don't quite understand that. Or, you know, there's a, a set way of in the future. Once again, how does this happen? Oh, Josie's died. Oh, now she was in the middle. Oh, no. So never go into the middle. So if anyone says, can you come in the middle, Simon? You go, no, I am not. <laughs> I may be small, but I'm not going in the middle. Yeah. But so, I think they, they fail to factor in also. I think maybe the way that superstition came about is it's a frequent thing that's happened, but they yeah. fail <laughs> to factor in the lifestyle, the health right. conditions. Yeah. Maybe the one in the middle liked to be in the middle. What happens if just, the one in the middle was a heavy drinker? Yeah. Exactly. And died from cirrhosis? That's right. Yeah. Does that make it a superstition? No. Means you've been Cuz I can a lot. I can make a superstition right now. If you if you drink 3 days in a row, you'll die. Yeah. Based on one guy who's binge drank or binge drank and died. Yeah. You know, technically, you can make your own superstitions. Yeah, that's right. And because superstitions yeah. are just word of mouth. Hmm. What other what other things have you have you heard anymore? Hmm. Let me see what else we've got. Yeah, lots of yeah, just and how how churches are set up and and um, that was a big thing too about how yeah that you got to have certain icons in certain places and you know the priest couldn't couldn't walk out or couldn't kiss his you know how they got the stole that goes around them, the yep. thing? You know, that had to be kissed because if it didn't get kissed, then that was an omen that you're disrespecting, you know. Would that be in the Catholic and Orthodox churches though? Oh, the, Cath- the Catholics are big with that. Same with Anglicans. Anglicans were like that too for a bit. Not not as bad as um, the others. Um the other so so we've done stop the clock. We've done flowers at the grave. Um, you know the oh that was a classic one. Celebrities die in threes. Celebrities die yeah. in threes. Like yeah, no, I think it's just if you're in America, just I mean, it's isn't it amazing that a lot of the the young they're becoming more and more younger. I think, but there's a lot of things to do with that. That you've got the gun violence, you've got the easy access to drugs. Yeah. And if you're a celebrity, say you grew up, you know, you have some celebrities nowadays, they were acting since they were kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah. 
they probably don't know what it's like to have a normal life. And every time they go down the street, everyone's worshipping them. Can I have your autograph? And they just want to yeah. feel like, you know, every Tom, Dick and Harry. Yeah. But they can't because they're recognised through their acting. And that's they can't have that's some of the life. reasons why some celebrities have died because they've taken their own lives because they've just wanted to be normal instead of worshipped. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But then there's also celebrities that have died from drug overdoses because drugs are just so easy for them to get. Yeah. Oh, a lot of it's... Um, but then there's celebrities who died from gun violence due to whatever. The other... Um, what was the other... The other thing... Yeah, we talk about animals quite a bit. Um, and animals are really good connection to what I class as. They've just got a totally different mindset to obviously what we've got um or more connected to um the universe than what we are um well people say animals can see spirits yeah and there's times you know growing up i've had a couple dogs and my dogs used to always like stare at the wall but it wasn't just a normal stare it was like the same look the dog would stare at you but at the wall yeah yeah. And it just didn't make any sense. Why would you stare at a blank wall? Because I can't, unless you're a painter or an artist trying to work out your your schemes or whatever. Maybe the maybe the animals were painting after hours. Maybe. Like, because, I mean, like oh, you can't tell me you can stare at that here. wall right there and go, oh, that's a good oh, look at the wall. I, yeah, could I reckon I could put a steam train on that. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> that's given a whole definition to uh, watching paint dry. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Far out. Um, there are so many different variations and I think like you said, it's someone's perspective of something that's happened to them or it is, it's just been a, a coincidence basically. Um, you know, if you hear three knocks and no one's there, it usually means someone close to you has died. Or you got possums in your walls <laughs> <laughs> like I did. This is the podcast to debunk everything. Is it is it a myth? Or we're the Mythbusters. Look, um, I don't mind superstitions, but like some of the like you just it just there's a lot that doesn't make sense. And they say here that if rain falls during a funeral, the deceased will go to heaven. So if it, so if it's a really if you have a funeral on a thirty six degree day, and it's a beautiful day. You don't go to heaven, sorry, mate. You're going, you're going down. So then, would that give you the choice to choose? So if, if Dad died, yeah, you would postpone his funeral until it rained, until it was bucketing down rain. Yeah, and then you go, yeah, he's gone to heaven. Yeah, and they say here never wear anything new to a funeral, especially shoes. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Like rainy weather, I could understand that yeah. part, but don't wear your galoshes. Don't wear your little. Did you, did you ever wear? I know this going off the thing, but did you ever wear the little yellow vinyl-looking um, uh, raincoat pants? And I think the coat I did back yeah. in when I was growing up. Or, or was that just me? And it always made like this this weird sound. It is like yeah. And it came yeah. with a little hood. It did. Yes. <laughs> you don't get them anymore. I would have really loved to embarrass my kids with that. Um, oh, imagine being at a funeral wearing that. But then this this one here, if you smell roses when no one is around, someone is going to die. If you smell roses when no one's around, someone's going to die. Yeah. 
what happens if you if you had a garden full of roses? Oh. Does that mean that I don't? I yeah, don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't really understand that one. Um, what happens if you're a florist and you work alone? Yeah, well, oh, something's going down. And does that mean someone's going to die or that someone being you? No, it's probably that someone someone will die. Well, technically speaking, everyone dies every second. You would have someone you, dies every maybe second. your mum or you've done this or grandmother used to do this. If you spill salt, throw a pinch of salt over your shoulder to prevent death. Yeah, I've heard that, but I've also heard that at weddings too. What happens if you drop the whole salt container? <laughs> yeah. What do well, you have to throw over your shoulder then? I mean, you could pick up little grains of it. Yeah. But, but also with the salt, they they say if you got spirits coming into your house or you feel like you got negative energy coming into your house, put salt at every doorway, like in between the door frame. Yeah. To symbolize that that's blocked off. You heard that one? I have, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you lace your property around with salt. And if you go, oh, we ran out of salt, then you get a little dustpan and broom and go and get all that. Yeah, you get it all up and you just replace it equally. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be (laughs) fake. Um, Dropping an umbrella on the floor or opening one in the house means um, you have the potential of uh, a death happening. You know, I say, oh, don't open that up in here. Don't yeah, open I've inside. heard that. Oh, that's a bad omen. You crazy like, opening up that umbrella inside? But it's like, but I'm not, it's not over my head. I'm just doing it so it dries. Yeah. Then what else do you, yeah, wow. There's also the superstition of don't walk on the ladders. They say never speak ill of the dead because they will come back and haunt you or you will suffer misfortune. See, now that one I kind of believe. Mm. That one I actually kind of believe because I believe yes. in the paranormal. I believe in all that. They're going to come back. Yeah, but I actually believe that one, to be honest. That's probably the first one I believe. That one? So we've well, done, that and the we've done 38 minutes and that's the only one that you've done. Well, I believe the flower one too with masking because back then, yeah, you probably was used to mask. But, yeah, that one I probably believe. And the reason I believe that one yes. is because I believe in the paranormal and the afterlife and things like that. But you can kind of picture it. Yeah. Because if I if I died and someone was bagging me out and I was in another realm, I'll be waiting for that sucker to come through. Yeah. I would. Have you heard the one about two deaths in a family means that a third one's going to happen for sure? Yeah. Yeah. See, it's that three thing, isn't it? Yeah. But where's the three thing come from? What makes it three? Why isn't it just two, like pairs? Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's so strange. Why Why does a funeral director walk off a hearse? Where'd that come from? Yeah. Do you know? No, I don't. Mm. Remember I- in the old days where they used to have it in a church and then there would be the cemetery next door to the church Mm -hmm. and no one would ever know where the grave was. So the funeral director would walk ahead of the horse and cart or whatever to see if they could locate the grave. So it was nothing to do with respect. It was just purely and solely that they couldn't see. So it's just like a guide. It was just, yeah, we're guiding you there. 
Yeah. I thought it was just like a big respect thing. Like well, walking. today's today's terms, yes, we've made it like that. But back then, but the it original was because thing was that they didn't know where the grave was. Because back then, you we didn't have plot numbers. No, it was just a hole in the ground. What happens if you had fifteen different holes and you were yeah? Like was that one over one? there by the tree, by the big oak? Yeah, you go and see the the cabinet maker in town. He'll tell you which one it is. Yeah, well, yeah. So I guess that's probably that? why they put numbers on them now. It makes it easier. Well, it would make it easier. It's like imagine. You know, two funerals coming at the same time. No, that's my hole. No, that's mine. No, it's not. And then you go, okay, that's your hole, that's your hole, and you bury him and go, oh, wait a second, we're meant to. Yeah. How's this one? To lock the door of your home after a funeral has has left the house um, is bad luck. So you don't lock your doors. Like if you, if you had mum or dad at home or you had, you know, maybe prayers or something at home, uh, to lock the door after they have left, probably in that instance, is bad luck. Well, then how long do you have to wait? Yeah. It could be three days. It's like, well, what happens if, you, if your house gets done? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's bad luck. You can have my TV, have my couch. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're the one, if you're in a culture where you have to have mum or dad at home for three days. Yeah, but then just don't lock your door. <laughs> and then someone comes in and. Oh, it yeah. steals mum or dad mm. for the black market. Yeah. You know, even to the point here of large drops of rain warn that there has just been a death. I hate right. to know what hail means then. Like a dis- like maybe yeah, destruction or something. Um, yeah, I I've got a feeling some of these ones people just make up. For yeah, their I, own. I think some of, yeah some of this is, um, yeah the oh, the umbrella one gets me. I don't. Oh, don't open it inside. Uh, so a dog howling at night when someone in the house is sick is a bad omen. It can be reversed by reaching under the bed and turning over a shoe. Turning over a shoe. <laughs> and what happens if you don't have a shoe under the bed? I think someone was pissed at the time when they've made that one up. Of course. I'm hearing me dog going, and then it's like, oh, I've got to put my shoes on. And then, oh, that's better. <laughs> Going to sleep. Yeah. Like, hmm. How interesting is that? You know, I heard I heard like a lot with animals, and especially if the animal is in your house and starts cowering, you've got an evil spirit around. Mm. Or if it starts growling at nothing or hissing at nothing, you've got an evil spirit around. That's you know, I kind of believe that one. I mean, even different cultures, you know? Like yeah, superstitions with that. Like the I think it's the Bud- yeah Buddhist they have to have their loved one buried at a certain time on a certain day of the week is normally a thing, and the body has to be facing I think it's east. Wow! So if you think you can just be buried into the next available grave and get away with it with four grand, no no, no you got to spend the twenty five grand one because mum has to be east. And have you had funerals where you've had to do that? Oh, yeah, the the Buddhists used to do it all the time. But then these people don't have money. Like, I don't I don't get it. 
I would, I would imagine that would cost a lot more considering that you have to it's, like book it's, in advance. Um, what are they? They're, um, they're premium graves. You know, it's crazy. So you're probably out there thinking, oh, well, yeah, there's other superstitions and I'm sure there is. Like we've only just not even, even touched the surface of it. But some of them have re- are really, really interesting. I'm, I'm, yeah, I've learnt a thing or two. Well, take it with a grain of salt. Get it? Hey, you like that? <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, some of some of them really sort of have made me think a little bit about what I grew up with, um, and I think, you know, like the old days of driving a hearse and have people stopping and taking their hat off was a sign of respect. Do you see that anymore? No. No. How about people when they know that you're driving a hearse with cars that have got lights on, do they care about that? No. No. So, you know, all of those things that we've always held quite dear have all pretty much gone gone but out. Even being a hearse driver, you can see how much people do not care about the dead. Yeah. Because as a hearse driver, the amount of times I've been cut off or – you go to indicate and someone speeds up to cut you off and things yeah. like that and it's just not occasionally you'll get see someone cross themselves with the cross yeah as a sign of respect but yeah oh yeah because of the religious side or yeah, that. yeah not all the time though this this is another one um and now yeah, I, I, there's some some religions that do this um where the pallbearers must wear gloves why because then the gloves actually go into the grave. Also, they are they don't touch it with their bare skin. Okay. Because that soul can then come through the handles into you, whereas you've got a bit of protection. But then, what makes the glove very protective? If if the soul can go through the coffin in the handle, then I assume it can go through a little glove. <laughs> uh, yeah, but or am I overthinking? Yeah, it? no, no, I think someone. <laughs> It all makes sense, yeah. But yeah, it was a way um, because if that was true, then prevent the spirit from. Then we got to start. The real question we need to be asking is: What kind of material (laughs) on earth are you using to make these indestructible, unpossessive Uh, gloves? And then they say here: passing a funeral or counting the cars in it will bring you closer to death. Well, if you were standing on the road (laughs) counting the cars. Then yes, you are closer. It's to a high death. probability. Um, oh, there's a high probability. Funeral attire for the dead should not belong to a living person. So you better throw your suit out. So, right, yeah. So that okay. does that mean you have to buy a suit for every funeral you go to and then throw it out at the end of the day? It just says that when it comes to the grave superstitions. Just believe that burying the dead in a suit of clothes belonging to a living person will cause the suit's owner to perish. Once the clothes decay, the owner will fall ill and die. No, that might be just because he's got old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, ah, see, I told you. You shouldn't have put you shouldn't have put my Have you seen some of the suit? clothes they can Oh, some some of these oh. clothes back from the 1700s you can still get in these museums and things. Um, yeah, that's true. Material out, outweighs human life. They say that pregnant women shouldn't attend funerals because they believe that the soul can go into the into the baby. Um, 
wow, it, it just doesn't end. If um, if you were to go off these superstitions, then rule of thumb is you wouldn't leave your house. <laughs> that and don't go anywhere near a grave. Uh, but determine, like, what makes it a grave? Just somewhere you put a deceased? Mm. So that's the definition of a grave, right? Yeah. Just So would that make, if you if you murdered someone and you threw them in the bush and you buried them out in the bush, would that make that area a graveyard? Well, that's where you put them. But what if someone died at home? Well, that's not a grave, huh? Yeah, but is that technically a grave, though? Technically speaking, because the body's there. If you dug it into the ground, I would class it as a grave. That's where you just plopped it. Oh, what about those some cultures what where are you telling us, Simon? What, <laughs> where <have> you, <laughs> this is another episode of CSI. <laughs> I'm gonna start getting a police investigation soon. I know where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, okay, so go on with that because I'm, now I'm interested. Well. What do you class as a grave? Well, I assume like anywhere that is deceased could be potentially like it for a long period of time could be or a certain amount of time could be technically a grave. So the grave is predominantly a hole. Yeah. If not, it's just a space. <laughs> space. But the whole superstition comes around the deceased itself. Yeah. So if you put a deceased in the ground and we call it a grave or graveyard, yeah. the superstition comes from the deceased, right? Yeah. Not the grave itself. So if you just – you'd get the same superstition if the, if the deceased was out of the ground. Yeah. Because otherwise I can defeat that superstition. I just dig him up. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Because they're saying don't go to a graveyard because oh, pregnant women can't go to a graveyard because of the soul will go into the baby, right? Yeah. Things like that. But that's around deceased. But how do we not know that if a pregnant woman goes into a hospital which has a morgue, which has dead bodies, which has lingering spirits, that won't happen also. And we know that they can go through clothing... And yeah. they can go through all sorts of walls. Not if you put your gloves on. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say? Protection first. Yeah. No glove, no love. <laughs> you're not allowed to take that coffin if you're not wearing a pair of cotton but gloves. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> the superstition comes from the deceased. Yes. Right? Just because it's... They're in the ground, doesn't change a thing. Do you think that the people that actually came up with these superstitions are now rolling over in their grave going, I gotcha, because you're now still talking about it 400 years later? Yeah, you probably And it was just, it was a flip the coin at a pub back in the day. Like, I, I'll give you a glass of scotch if you can come up with something that people are going to talk about yeah. for the rest. Oh, Death comes in threes because I'm about to shoot three of you buckets now. Drunken shenanigans. <laughs> that's it. Like I don't like – that's why I reckon you've got to just take things just how you want to take it because – I think the superstitions come down to your personal beliefs with religion yeah, and you just your overall day-to-day life. Yeah. Because – 
they say with the Buddhist and different cultures and things like that, they say, oh, it has to happen this way or, you know, they don't get to go to heaven or whatever. But at the end of the day, no matter your culture. But who's telling them that? Yeah. But also, no matter your culture or my culture, we're still human, right? We're technically the same species. So why doesn't your culture affect me and why doesn't my culture affect you? So if someone, if, if in their culture said, no, it's burial, 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 right? And then this person said, no, I want to be cremated. Who gives that that culture the right to say that you can't be? Mm. Where's that? Where's those rules? That and where do those rules come from? Yeah, but Once then again, again, it's someone just sitting around going, "Oh, guess what? Today we're going to come up with a story." Yep, it's got to be, you know. And and the poor black cat, you know, he was just there licking its paws. He didn't know what it was going. So, oh yeah, you look a bit dark. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to because you wouldn't say it to this little. Patchy looking, um, you know, female cat, would you? Like white and brown, going oh, like no, because they try to like, they yeah. try to picture the scary things. Yeah, dark. Yeah, yeah, but it's always dark related. Yeah, and that's where a lot of death is labelled as dark and morbid. Yeah, but what makes it dark? That's right. I mean, I could I could say childbirth is dark. There's pain. There's screaming. There's blood. There's all bodily secretions. Oh, apparently it's easy. There's stretching of orifices. Like <laughs> that's it's scary never the to same. me. It's never that, the same. That's scary to me. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> no more. No more questions. No more questions. Let's move on. Uh, that's a whole new episode of. Do you actually? That is. Do you love your life? <laughs> Because continue, yeah. You watch. People will be jumping through these this um, machine soon, like grabbing us by the scruff of the neck. <laughs> well, why don't you? I can hear them. I can hear them in my head now. Well, why don't you give birth? <laughs> it's like, well, when you're constipated, you do. You give birth at the end. Once you get that, no, I shouldn't say that. It's not very nice. Don't say that. You put that in my head. <laughs> you put that in my head, Simon. <laughs> Far out. Wow. What a what a what a ride, that that today has. Um, yeah, I've got a lot to think about now. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Do you often think like that? Do you often just go, "What's the main reason for that?" Like something, yeah. and you just go, "You're constantly that questioning." Make it, it doesn't make sense. You're constantly questioning it. Yeah, you try to debunk everything. You have to. I think it's just the way the human brain is. Yeah. To be honest, because you're always intrigued and curious to how it happens or why it happens. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, well, there you go, folks. That's uh, 54, nearly 55 minutes of um, either really interesting stuff or boring as bat poo. Um, but if you've got through 55 minutes, then well done. You've, you've survived. <laughs> <laughs> That's a superstition. If you don't listen to... Let's chat about death podcast. Then something's gonna happen to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you, Simon. Uh, you've done a, another lovely job. Thank of, you. Um, debunking everything. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense. It makes sense. Huh? Look, yeah. Why we've got things, oh, I don't know. You know, why? Why? The other thing is, is why do humans wear clothes? Protection. Of what? UV rays. Oh, there you go. See? <laughs> but there should be more to it. Like, you know, that. Oh, anyway, that's another episode. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.